<sighs> How do you feel? I'm in the video in the big chair now. I know. Uh, last week's episode, um, everyone gave Greg a shout out. He's gonna be missed. Um, and it's been it's been a little weird without him here. I won't even lie. But we have a few new things going on here. One you can visually see. Yeah, I got a new shirt. Yep, that too. I got a haircut. New new Brooks Brothers polo. Uh, no, so we have we have two new things. One of them is visual, but the other one is more important. We do have a new secret, Chris. We do. Who I'm gonna let you introduce because he's he's your yes, he's your guy. I was gonna call him the Jr. Temp or Justin Temp, but yes, we have a new Temp here. Hello, we, Justin. More like just in time. Just in time. How's it going, guys? How are you? <laughs> he uh, started. he's definitely gonna be more of a Jamie, and I, I like that. He's definitely <laughs> yeah. more of the chill. Like I'm just here for a good time, yeah, man. Yeah, he's been saying that all day. Um, he. Why don't you tell everyone a little bit about yourself, man, if, if you want. You're off camera, but we'll still be able to hear you. Uh, I'm a freelance uh, filmmaker out of New York, and uh, I'm really happy to be here with you guys. Uh, I'm not really sure too much of what to say at the moment, but I think I'm going to get into the groove of it very soon. Yeah, I mean, we're, it's all a learning experience. When I first started off doing the podcast, I really wasn't sure what to say. If you just sit and you really do listen to Nick, you're going to learn a lot. And I'm not just saying that. <laughs> like, he's been doing this for First of all, I think you should follow the first part of the advice and sit because, <laughs> yeah, he's he's so he's so like ready to go like we're like, like where there's no action here, yeah, but no, it's, it's literally looking, like we're we're just I'm here. So out. yeah, no, you can sit and, and so, chill, man. Take a seat, you know. Um, we're, we're we're pretty chill when it comes to this. And then um, the second part was all you're doing, sir. Honestly, finally, it was. I finally got my arms. Now now we got to adjust them. I got some some little uh, adapters coming in to make sure that we can you know point these a little more. Oh, actually. Yeah. No. Is that um, is that blocking my face now though? Probably blocking my face. It's blocking oh. my face. No? no. All right. So we we got our podcast arms. We do. We finally did. So you're gonna see me doing this a lot in the show as I want to move positions, but it's okay because that's what real podcasters do. Um, but we finally got our podcast arms. Um, Gator frameworks. I mean, these are these are just top of the line. Uh, How mad do you think Greg is right now? Watching it. I don't, I don't know if he's going to watch anymore. Yeah. I think after the last episode, I think he's kind of like, I don't care. That was care. his swan song. That was he's his swan song, yeah. yeah. So for your first episode, we wanted to give you something special. So you were both smoking Padrones. You're smoking the Padrone 50th anniversary, I believe. is. Can you tell that's the natural, the Maduro? I can't see from here, just color-wise. Would it be Maduro? It's hard to tell. Yeah. I will say one, one bug I have to pick with Padrone is... Several times, especially when I worked in the retail side, I've gotten boxes of their Maduro and their natural in, and it was near impossible to tell the difference. But yeah. I'm pretty sure that's the Maduro because if we if we picked it for one of our top fives, then it's it's the um it's the Maduro. So it's a lot. It's like it's a it's lot. He- no, no, I'm just saying it's heavy right now. I don't know if that's the Maduro. Yeah, it's the Maduro the richness. Maduro richness of it. So um, maybe that I feel like natural is a little bit more lighter. Uh, not necessarily. No? So right. you got to remember that. That wrapper color does not connotate strength. It doesn't mm-hmm. connotate heavy versus light. It connotates flavor. A good um, example of that is like the Antonio Connecticut mm-hmm. or the Henry Clay Warhawk. Yeah, both I mean, both are more. both are still more on the on the mellow to medium side. side yeah. yeah, but then the example of like the Ashton Age Maduro is is jet black, and that's a very very mellow cigar. Yeah, so. Um, but also remember with Padron for their, na- their, their, I believe they're both, um, 
Nicaraguan puros. I did hear some rumor that their Maduros are actually from Mexico, San Andreas, but like just a rumor. I don't want to confirm that. Um, but their their natural wrapper is like a Nicaraguan sun grown. So even if it's the natural one, that's it's, it's gonna be more spicy. So not necessarily lighter and more mellow. It's just instead of having a deep, heavy richness to it, it's going to have more of a, a spice to it. And what did you give Justin time? I guess gave him an, an Ashton classic, like the original Ashton white nice. label. Nice Connecticut shade wrapper, Dominican filler and binder, smooth, nutty. Like that's that's a go-to for – that's actually a, a very high-end choice for a beginner, but it is a beginner kind of smoke. Yeah, it's I like I love the color of that. I'm really digging it. Yeah. <laughs> there he is. Yeah. <laughs> That is your first Padron, correct? Yes. So what are you taking at so far? It's really good. It's um, it feels lighter than most cigars I've I've had. I don't know if that means anything. I like I like box press. Um, I like box press cigars. Yeah, I, I, I don't mean, know what I know. It's hit or miss with some people. I just I really enjoy the way it feels, honestly, in my hand. Um, and the size is I've never seen a massive massive um box press cigar they exist um somebody did like a 60 ring box press i don't know if it was asylum or no even the you know well actually one of our exclusives the aj new world's uh brute is a six by 60 box press it just looks like 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 a snickers bar it's just really yeah it's thicker than a snickers um but no I, i i'm enjoying it so far it's I don't know if it's because my palate is still new to the cigar world. Everything is still just so spicy to me. Everything is still spicy? Yeah, I don't... These I don't. these tend to be there. I mean, honestly... When did that change for you? Like, or did it really it, never... It, dude, my, my palate goes all over the place constantly. I mean, there's still times where I, you know, for, for a month or two, I will like not really smoke outside of, uh, like outside of work. Because it's my palate is either kind of shot or I'm just not feeling it. Right now, I have been crushing through my box of the Tatuaje uh, Monster Series because I've never really gotten to smoke any of them in the original size. Well, these aren't the original original yeah. sizes, but the only ones I've really smoked of the Monsters have been the skinny. the skinny ones, which, as everyone can agree, are good, but they're not nowhere near what the original sizes of these are. Um, and each one I've had so far... Out of the box, I've had the JV13, I've had the Frank, I've had the Bride, and I've had the Wolf. What's been your favorite one so they, far? They've really oh. all been absolutely incredible. Like, smoking past the label, incredible. Um, I don't want to talk too much about them, because like we have, we'll do that. Like, yeah. For our Halloween episode, I want to go through that entire Which brand. Which I'm excited for. You know, when, when Greg first started, um, and, and Anthony you know, went on to do whatever Anthony does. Um, a lot more complicated stuff than I do, that's for damn sure. But when uh, when Anthony left, you know, I I like having a refresher, like when there's, a, you know, a new regime. Mm-hmm. Um, because otherwise, it, it's, I mean, I like to have a refresher every couple of years anyway. But with new directors, new videographers, you know, I want to see... I like to see like, well, what would you bring to it? Like, what, what would you do differently? Yeah. How would you frame this? How would you do this? Not because anyone is right or wrong, but because, you know, a, a Tarantino yeah. film and a Dennis Villanueva film are completely different, but they're both shot beautifully, but they're yeah. shot differently. Mm-hmm. Totally so, differently, yep. yeah. So I'm excited to see what we, um, 
what you uh, what you and Justin time bring to the table. Yeah, I, I'm really excited. We both come back, like come from the narrative background standpoint. Um, you've interned with you said like Ari Rental. I worked for Air Rental and uh, most of the, the rental companies around New York. Yeah, so he's really good with cameras, um, visual effects, and whatnot. So I think we're going to be able to come up with some really good stuff and be able to teach one another along the way. And you said you writing was your first like passion as well. And I, um, I, I'm not just saying this. I just have a good feeling like us three. Him and I are very creative. Um, we come up with a lot of creative, fun ideas. And just to add another person to the mix to help that out, I think is going to be really good good time um because we like to you know with the videos we have to do and be a little bit more serious with we all always seem to have fun videos we can do whether it be commercials or whatnot you know um here and there um for for our youtube channel yeah i just think the uh i'm excited to work with them i just think he needs to get a little more more jaded because because happy go lucky does not last year long you were look at you when you came here you were miss oh i'm so excited i'm gonna do this within a week you're like god damn i, I just want to drink <laughs> You were like an old detective. That might have been the company I was in. You were like an old detective. You, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I, I felt like I was like just Columbo, but more jaded. Yeah, Columbo was like, that's actually a very bad example because yeah, Columbo was like very happy all the like, time. Just wish one more thing. Smoking his, his disgusting <laughs> candelas. That I, I just cannot. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> yeah. sorry. That's right. That's right. Yeah, once he put his head to his temple and he asked you something, it was he game over. I, that yeah. was such a revolutionary show for it the was. time. Because every other show, which is still the police procedural of today, is like you follow the cops and you put, and they want you to kind of guess along with the detective. Oh, I wonder who it could be. That show showed you in the first scene, this is the murderer and this is how he did it. And now, now and then, you have Col to but then you get to actually you get to see more of Columbo putting it together. Yeah, which. And Peter Falk just—I think he—I think he was nominated for an Oscar for something. For he like was. A, yeah, I can't remember what it was for. It should have been for the Princess Bride, great, or Corky Romano. Yes, which are the only two movies I remember him. Jess never saw uh, Princess Bride. Really? And then how did you not? That—that's a great—that's a date movie. How did you not? You're right. When you guys were dating, you didn't slide that bad boy I was on. Like, did you ever see that? No. I'm like, we have to watch it. What is it? I'm like, what? Dude, that's a great one. Why don't but you come over? then at my over? wedding, my stepdad was like, Mowage. And then like everyone lost it. She's like, I don't get it. I'm like, all right, I'm divorced. I want right I want like a Princess Bride-esque wedding, wedding <laughs> with like a guy with the sideburns. Yes, yes. You know. Yeah, no, that's such a great movie. Um, but no. Um, and not even underrated. Like it's really like I remember oh, it was like a year or so ago. Some studio, I don't know if it was Sony or Universal, put out that like you know uh, Princess Bride remake is in the works, and there was such a like like millions of people were like, do not touch this movie. A few movies that should not be remade. That one, I would say Jaws, but there's always a form of shark movie out there. Back to the Future, if that's ever touched, no, well entire, it won't be because uh, Zemeckis, not Zemeckis, the other guy who wrote it, I want to say his name was like Gore or something. Um, he owns. Like him and Zemeckis own all the rights so to what anything. What happens when they pass? Though, they it goes to the, it? I think they worked. It goes to their estates. Good. Here's the thing, though. If if the guys who created this beautiful thing, even if it went, if it reverted back to, I don't even know what studio did that. Was it Warner Brothers? No. Was Universal? Who did Back to the Future? I'm not sure. It's Universal because they have it at the theme park. The yes. Universal Studios theme park. Like it if, was there, if yep. the guys who made this beautiful thing, if their dying wish was don't remake this, and then I think as soon as they die, you're like. Well, we're remaking it. Like yeah. it, I feel like people wouldn't go see it. 
Yeah. I feel like it'd be a waste. Because once Tom Holland came onto the scene, everyone's like, he'd be a perfect Marty McFly because he's just so nervous all the time. He like, would be. And like, I, I would, if Zemeckis and the other guy gave it like, uh, like, all right, we have an idea for a thing and we see Tom Holland like in it and then they worked on it, I would go watch it. But if they weren't involved at all, like here's, here's the other thing. And you guys are filmmakers, so you can understand this. If the guy who created a, this beautiful thing is like, I don't want to be involved in this at all, and you're a director, and they come to you, and they're like, we want you to remake Back to the Future. Like, how do you have the balls to do that? How do you yeah, be like, I mean, yeah, the guy who created it said he doesn't want this to happen, but like, I can, I can do it. I think people are driven by money. So if they were going to pay me any amount of money to do it, it depends on the type of person who's taking the offer. You know, I personally think there are certain movies that should not be touched. You know, yeah, I, and, like and when when Rob Zombie touched Halloween, I was kind of like, uh, and now there's more Halloweens out. I'm like, there are certain movies, but it's not all the ones you think of. Like, honestly, if they wanted to remake 12 Angry Men, a movie I love, they had, well, actually, they did remake it. They did a, a made for TV one with James Gandolfini was in it, George really? C. Scott was in it. It was, re- oh, it was really good. It was like, see that. Certain movies like that, um, Godfather is obvious. You don't you don't touch that. No. Um, like Jaws, like you can. I feel like the appeal of Jaws now, like there are certain movies that work because they elicit an immediate feeling, and with yeah. Jaws it was like a an immediate fear. There's I don't think there's much of a shark movie you can do now that w- that would elicit that. But in yeah. terms of the movie, you can make you could probably make a shark movie that's better than Jaws. You can now, but it it would be it would have to be more of like a drama thriller kind of thing than like a scary because like yeah. sharks when you have the Conjuring out there, like sharks aren't scary. I agree. You know what I mean. I agree. Um, but Back to the Future is definitely one. Um, Indiana Jones, it would be tough. You would have you would have to really convince me of uh, like I, I could see like a Bradley Cooper, I would be interested Chris in Pratt, it. They were Chris saying. Pratt, he's a little too funny. Yeah, he's a little too silly goose. Because yeah, Harrison Ford is not, he's not, not funny. Ha ha, funny. He's just like he's his, a, he'll say a funny line yeah, like when like he's Han Solo. Force Awakens, he, yeah. he did like that's not how this works. Like that, yeah, but that he's not funny. like the coming to a room and like oh what's going on here and that's what Chris, and I love Chris Pratt but that's what Chris Pratt yeah. does. Um, but Bradley Cooper, I He'd can be see. I, I think Bradley Cooper would be. But also, but he's. It's too late now because he's already. He's probably the age now of when Harrison Ford did the first one. He's, yeah. I think he's probably in his early to mid forties. Yeah. So um, he he would. Yeah. They, everyone wants to go younger. Even like with Bond, they want to. Everyone's like Idris Elba, and everyone's like he's too old, which I kind of agree. Well, well, that's the thing is so. when is uh, unless you're doing a one off, which like you're not going to do for James Bond. No. They only, I think they only did that with uh, George Lazenby, who was the only person to play Bond in the official canon. He was the only one to play Bond just once. Um, everyone else had had multiple movies, but I understand that like, like you want that fresh start so you can milk this guy yeah. for six movies over fi- you know over over years. ten yeah. to fifteen years, and you can see Wasn't the, the progression. first Bond movie of. Daniel Craig, like 2006. So yeah, it's yeah. been 15 years. So yeah, I mean, yeah. Then, uh, there were some delays between yep. him and the studio and then COVID. But yeah, it was like, at, at least call it 10 years for mm-hmm. five movies, you know, at, at minimum, not including like COVID. And then I know he had a big fight with them. He like didn't want to do Spectre. Yeah. Which I thought was okay. I thought I thought it was better than Quantum of Solace. Um, but then he came back 
for this one. Um, and then, but even Daniel Craig came out and said, "That comes out in two weeks." It did, or does. it'll be out when this because is out. apparently, like, he's like retired in this movie, and there's a like there's the lady who plays 007, and he's like, "They shouldn't do that." He's like, "They should create a just a more badass original like," which mm-hmm. I, I'm totally I can't stand when they just recast men's parts as women because they think that they're being like progressive and they think they're doing a good thing but it's like just you're robbing sense. women of yeah. like great original characters like i agree because look at atomic blonde yeah that was basically like, like look, John look, Wick. I, I look look at wonder woman which i know is yeah. kind of few and far between but like i would rather see a badass wonder woman than you know antoinette stark as like some <laughs> lady iron man <laughs> yeah. you just decided that's how you that's yeah. what you decided to do um, like give give them what you gave white men for so long, which is great backgrounds and world building. Don't yep. don't just start like f- pushing them into Ghostbusters because you can't you don't have the time to. But well, you know what I think a lot of it is is a lot of these recent movies where this has happened. These are old scripts that have been like circling around Hollywood, and then somebody got them, and they're just like, oh well, let's be diversity now, and let's just put these people in it mm-hmm. instead. I think. Within five years, you're going to start seeing some much better movies that have that have been the origin of the script yeah. is for a female or a yep. Asian American yep. or or something like that. Where right now, with, I feel like they're just being shoehorned into scripts that were already being tossed around. And like, oh yeah, instead of making a new Ocean's movie, like, oh, we'll do Ocean's Eight and we'll put yeah, the ladies. Do another in. heist like, movie. Yeah, yeah and like I feel like that was probably a script that they had. I'm sure. And, and they, they were just like, oh, we'll just do this. It. Yeah. What was I'm um, going back to cigars? When was the first time you had a Padron, and do you remember which one it was? I had, somebody had given me. I think it might have been Felix from the store. Somebody had given me a Padron 26 that I smoked on Christmas with my brother. I was probably 20, 21. It was with my first year working, working in the here, store. Yeah, yeah, I was working in the store. I will say my palate has really evolved, kind of out of Padron currently, um, but I have. The same ADD I have in my mind, I have with my palate. Like I'm, I'm all over the place. But I will say, I have not been smoking as many Padrones uh, as of late. I've been smoking a lot of like more Nicaraguan, not not that these aren't complex, but more Illusione. Yeah. Um, the recent, like a lot of the recent Crown Head stuff coming out of Tabacalera Picardo, like the Mother Church or yeah. the Mil Diaz um, or the Juarez. Um, a lot of Agonorsa stuff. You know those those kind of, you know, uh, newer. I guess I don't. I'm trying to think of like the if to to compare it to like acting. They're like, I don't know. They're complex actors as opposed to they're this Chris, guy does Christian this role Bale. great, but yeah. like this is the only thing that he can do. Like this is the okay. only role that they can so, do. Uh, yeah. Okay. Typecast versus like an actual actor. Yeah. Like to me, Padrone is like Ryan Reynolds. I love Ryan Reynolds. I I loved Free Guy. I I totally love both Deadpool's. But like I would not see him like in a serious drama. I'm like you're not Up you're not going to do yeah. it. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, you're not going to do it for me. Um, and I, I've seen him in those movies, and I'm like, oh, but you're Ryan Reynolds. Be snarky and yeah. like talk about your dick. Like that's what you that's <laughs> yeah. what you should do. Yeah, Just Friends. Yeah, one of the, one he of he did movies. that one creepy movie where he was like trapped in a box, buried, buried, which was like okay. But I'm like that was before he was like like he was big, but that was before Deadpool. Oh yeah, Deadpool made him like who he is today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, he did. He did. Like, he did the Green Lantern movie, which was shitty. He did the Blade Trinity. He did Waiting. Like he did. Yeah. He did like you know good did, movies. Uh, what is it? Van Wilder. He, he did. Dead, he was Wade. 
is it Wade? Is Wade Wilson right? Well, he was Deadpool. That in, was Deadpool in, in the, the the shitty X Men Wolverine. Yeah, yeah, and he was great. which I remember. I saw that in college on like because one of the big things with that movie was there was a bootleg version that came out before the movie hit theaters, where like it was the full movie, but a fourth of the special effects was not weren't bad. done yet. And I watched it, and I'm like, this is a terrible movie. Like, not including the special effects not being done. And then a year later, I saw, like, the Blu-ray DVD of, like, the finished one. And I'm like, somehow this is worse. Because the special effects that, like, ended up being finished yeah. were not better. Do you collect DVDs still? Not anymore. I haven't no. bought a DVD in a do while. You? Uh, I got one for my birthday last year. People bought me Tenant. Justin, do you collect DVDs? Only a TV series. Okay. See, that's the last one I would do because they're they're all somewhere. Yeah, they're out there now. You know, but I I get it. Like when people say they have no no opportunity to watch, I'm just going to say like Sopranos is like, well, it's on HBO Max. Like everything is on HBO Max. It's definitely the commentary. That and the um, behind the scenes, you know, like featurettes type stuff. Yeah. Yeah, no. Um, You can't get that on YouTube? You can't like Google like Sopranos? I'm sure you can. Everything is on YouTube now. The greatest audio commentary I ever heard was the director's com- not the director's comment. It was like actor's commentary for Armageddon, and when they in the scene where like Bruce Willis was convincing them to let him use his his team, uh, Ben Affleck on the commentary was like, "Yeah, I told Michael Bay like, wouldn't it take like be easier to teach astronauts how to drill than drillers how to be astronauts?" And he told me to shut the fuck up, and that was it. <laughs> yeah, I think I've heard that about Michael Bay. Like they try to like. Rhyme and reason. He's like, I don't care. Yeah, well, you know what, dude? When you're breaking 400 million box yeah, office yeah. with a shitty Ninja Turtles movie, like you can do whatever the hell you want. Oh, man. He's just cocaine, I, cocaine-fueled Porsches and big boobs and American flags. Like, you just along for the ride. I saw that, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, because that was my favorite thing as a kid. Even, oh, that's all. Even, our, the thir- even the third one, I'll like. That's People our Wi-Fi at, yeah. at at my house. Our Wi-Fi name is is Ninja Turtle Suck because we when we were sitting over a new, we got the Google whatever Wi-Fi yeah. system, and we set it up the day after we watched the Ninja Turtles movie, and that was just the, it was the thing that was most on our Megan minds. Fox, Will oh. Arnett, her and uh, her and Machine Gun Kelly, that's who got so into random. some kind of beef with Conor McGregor and the lead singer from Slipknot. Corey Taylor. Oh, yeah, but he he like said something about him in a song or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think from from what I heard, Conor McGregor just wanted to punch him because he didn't say hi. No, I think he I think he he asked for a picture with like him and Megan Fox at the VMAs. The VMAs, and then like he said no, and so Conor McGregor, being Conor McGregor, like threw his drink at him. Shocked. Conor McGregor's still. I guess I don't know the timeline. Still an asshole. Injuries. Well, no, he's always that. It looked like he shattered the shit out of his leg. Oh no, he's back. He's yeah, back. He's like, like he's walking. like he's like he's not gonna fight for no, a little he's bit. He's like walking without oh, anything. Yeah. I was kind of shocked. Um, honestly, and and there was a lot of talk about this after he broke it. Those kind of breaks are actually easier to heal heal than like big tendon rips or if you wonder, rub, if well, you rupture bone, if you right? ruptures yeah okay. Um, now he's bragging because he got like steel pins and like a steel plate put in there. Like, oh, yeah. he has an iron leg. But a few fighters that um, also have that have had that injury because I'm you know I'm a big UFC guy. Yeah. I watched the fights this past weekend. Um, they're like, no, that's gonna hurt him so much more now when he kicks with that leg. Like it's not gonna break anymore. It shouldn't break anymore, but it's gonna be 
incredibly it's gonna hurt him way more when he kicks with that leg now yeah um because of how everything is but yeah like you're uh, like you'd be surprised how much quicker you come back from one of those types of injuries than if you like like tore your acl or that kind of stuff like like the muscle ones because the because the bone ones they like they they mechanically can put back in place the muscles they got to like put back in place and you got to wait for like like the the cells to like regenerate and heal and combine again. I mean, I don't know how to fucking. Kevin talk. Durant of the Nets, he tore his ACL and he was, he, you know, he's over thirty when he did it. And that injury, they're like, it's impossible. He came back and he played better than he than he has. It's just yeah. crazy how rehab and medicine these days is just is just insane. You're you're a football fan, right? I am. All right. Well, I'm like, I don't even want to talk about the Giants because of how just god awful they are. New York teams both. Oh yeah. Oh, well, what's his name? Had a great first game for the Jets. Yeah. And then just only one pick in the past two games. They I think I think he's had five, five in the past two games. Yeah. No, he had two yesterday and no touchdowns. Um, but I just saw a trailer which I had no idea that they were making. I saw a trailer for a Kurt Warner movie starring. Uh, starring Zachary, uh, is it Levy or Levi? I'm guessing Zachary Levy. I thought it was, yeah, Levy. Levi is like the tribe of, yeah. of Israel. <laughs> I thought it was Which I'm Levy. guessing is derived Zach from Levy. Yeah. But Zachary Levy is playing yeah. Kurt Warner. But I, it, it almost had the feel of like a CBS movie. Yeah, I was thinking more Disney. Yeah, but I'm like, like this is cheesy like, as hell. But, but I feel like he's Shazam. This should be like a big motion picture. This I should, agree. It very much had like and, a Hallmark and, feel and to Anna it. Anna Paquin, who's like, I think she's a big actress. Like she keeps popping up in random shit. Yeah, like she, was she was in, in uh, the Irishman. Yeah, <laughs> I think she, I don't think she had a single line in no. the whole movie. And that's why everyone's like, "What the?" Because like, she played like, De Niro's daughter. Yeah, but there. like maybe because she just she knew how to give that good disappointed in my dad look. I but guess. I'm like, you wasted Anna Paquin on no lines. True Blood, yeah, she hasn't really been in much. You know, she was in. I think Scream Four was she was in it. In Artie Bucco's thing. wife had a bunch of lines in that yeah, freaking movie. Yeah, like, come on, you man. know. Catherine Narducci. Yeah, I think, I think that's yeah. her name. She's uh, she's funny on social media. Yeah, no, I'm excited. Kurt Warner's story is is it is great. If you're, if you're a fan of the underdog story, yeah. like, and I didn't know that at all about him. Like when he first came about, when I was like, wait, this. Okay, well, I mean, how old were we? We were like, we were like thirteen. You were thirteen, so yeah. I was probably eleven. What year was? What year did he win? The- he won the Super Bowl. Yeah, I was. I was ten. Ninety nine or two thousand. Yeah, I was I nine or my 10. mom let me stay up late to watch it because that was when the Titans. Yeah, was it, that wasn't the Titans. That was their first season, right? No, no. I thought that was the Titans' first season when they moved from. Actually, the Oilers when they moved from Houston. I think I'd that have, was the Tennessee I'd, Titans' first year, if I'm not mistaken. Could you check that, please? Finally, I get to ask that. Just, just yeah, just Google Tennessee Titans. Yeah, when did the Titans move to Tennessee? Yeah, that might be it because that was such a good. But yeah, I was like a twenty nine year old. Because I, I remember <laughs> I like, watching an, another great Robert Zemeckis film in Castaway when he because he, yes. he's from I guess he's from like Houston now or he's he's from like down south and yeah. when he comes back and he's talking to like his old girlfriend and he's like we have a football team now but they're in like Tennessee and she's like yeah so they well they used to be the Houston Oilers yeah. and now they're the Tennessee Titans. Um, and that movie came out in like 2003, 2004. 1997. Okay. So, All right, so it was, yeah, it was the it first, was year or two. first three year or two. Because then the Rams beat them. Yeah. And then who did the Rams, the Rams got in like a, the next year, the year, the two the year years after, later, and they lost Tom to the Brady. Patriots. That was Tom Patriots. Brady's first Super Bowl. Yeah, 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 and yeah. And he won that, yeah. Um, I give, you know what, I am, I have become, I am on the Tom Brady bandwagon now, and he literally is as good as everyone has ever 
said. Our and I, and I'm and I'm I'm happy that it was him that was good and not like the Patriot system. Yeah. One of our coworkers here, she's a little bit older, she's a Giants fan. And she's kind of like my wife, like screw Tom Brady. I'm like as a Giants fan, why? The yeah, Giants we have no have reason. Dominated yeah, him we have no reason in the to Super not Bowl. like him. Like, if you're I'm, a Jets fan, I'm kind I'll of a Jets that. fan. Yeah, well, but you're in New York, you yeah, I'm, I'm just New a New York. York fan. But come on now, and you got to appreciate greatness. Like when he, le- like we're never going to see like a, another, or we might, but like someone to, who's 44 years old playing just as good as he is, and Do he you played know one of the best defenses. It, I, I want to say is number six or seven, all time. Quarterback completion percentage. Eli? No. No. Who? Chad Pennington is like a top five all time. Like like Tom Brady's only like number 40. Chad Pennington? 66.7% completion percentage. So Patrick Mahomes is ahead of him. Patrick Mahomes is new yeah. right now. But all time, Pennington. Chad Pennington is like, I, I want to say he was, no, he was number two for a while. But now he's like number five He's a good so. quarterback. Like- he won... Like best comeback player, twice. He really? won in two thousand and six, and then he won in two thousand and eight. Like like player who like sucked and then had like a rebound year. Yeah. He won that award he, twice. He wasn't he, on the Jets for that twice, right? Or was I want to say he was on the Jets for it once and then and the then Dolphins. Dolphins because I know he played on the Dolphins. Yeah, I think he, he was on the Jets right <laughs> in those couple years where they were like, I don't want to use the word good, but they were like playoff like. Him and like, like Mark Sanchez's yeah. like first two years, like those yeah. years where they were like pl- they were like nine, contenders. Yeah. Um, Rex the Footman Ryan, like like the, like the defense was really really good. Rex Ryan was on, and they had um, what's his name? Uh, their uh, Darrell Revis yes. for a couple years. Yeah. I saw Bart Scott in a Starbucks over here, um, and he had one of the best like post game. They just beat the Patriots. They went into Foxborough and beat them in the playoffs. He's like, you can't stop a nosebleed. Can't stop a nosebleed. He's like, we'll see you in Pittsburgh. Can't wait. Like, that's one of my favorite, like, just so jacked up after a game. I love hearing players, right. like, right after that. Everyone's like, you shouldn't do that because you don't know what you're going to get. No, I want to hear that. Like, there's one time Shaq was like, the refs almost blew the fucking game. Shaq, you're on live air. I don't give up. Yeah. Like, going off. It Listen, was- any that, any sport, I mean, dude, I get like that, like, playing a video game, but, like, any sport... You're so. That's why, like, like they'll they'll yell at a UFC fighter when he, if he wins or anything, then he get like starts screaming, gets really, uh, you know, if some guy was talking shit to him yeah, like before the course. fight, and then he wins and he like gets gets in his face, and they're like, oh, do you feel like that was professional? It's like, dude, you're so, especially yeah. fighting, you're so jacked up on adrenaline and testosterone. We only know the backstory of stuff because of social media. Yeah, but even 20 years ago, you didn't know like. You really didn't know why, like Jordan and Isaiah Thomas hated each other, but now you know in the documentary. Did you like, even know that they hated each other twenty years ago? Like, I didn't. did you? Yeah, I like. I feel like they don't even My know. My friends at the would time. be like, "Oh, did you know they hate each other?" I'm like, what? Well, like, there, and there's a video of Allen Iverson and Kobe Bryant jarring at each other in the finals. They don't hate each other. That's just two fucking dogs going at it because yeah, they want like, they want to win. Yeah, but they're. Allen Iverson was devastated when Kobe, you know, and then when Pat when he passed away, and like Kobe was there for his. Um, Hall of Fame speech like it's just Alan Iverson has such an iconic name that I thought I don't really follow basketball yeah. I thought he played like in the 70s because like Alan Iverson it's like it was it was such like I'm like oh that's like a famous super yeah. famous guy but he played in like so you, the late 90s early you, 2000s like he you, played during the Kobe time yeah he he was drafted with Kobe Bryant what year was that like 96 96 yeah so he played played in the in in my 
the whole majority of my lifetime, I feel like yeah. Allen Iverson, because Iversons were like shoes too. Didn't he have shoes? Yeah, he had his own shoes, yeah. Yeah. But you see NBA players with like shooting sleeves on. He wore it because it looked cool. People use it because their elbows hurt and yeah. stuff. He made playing the game of basketball cool. Like he made you like you have to look cool as hell when you play. The baggy shorts. He came in dressed like he. It's funny. You should hear his interview. He's like, they changed the dress code because of me because he was wearing short shirts and jerseys down to his knees. He's like, now you guys, you got players coming in wearing dresses and you're not changing codes yet. But like right. they made, oh, you have to wear suit and ties now because of him. Pretty much. He was wearing do rags in the middle of his game. His mom was braiding. I got to say, I do. I he do. Was all, he's an awesome. Player. I do like the, which is weird. Cause like the UFC does not do this at all, but I do like the professionalism of like post game, you know, either, either wearing like your uniform yeah. or putting on like a, a suit. suit. You know, like, like if you're if you're in your uniform like that works too. But like, I certainly if I was coming, I'm not a professional athlete at all. I never will be. I do not know what it's like. A game. But I was going from a game to like a press conference. But I, you, you know, know within an hour, nice. and I have time yeah. to chant. I'm not gonna like just like throw on a t-shirt and shorts. I'll wear like my uniform yeah. and go do it, and maybe or like a like a quarter zip on top of my uniform. Okay. But I'm not gonna like purposely put on like casual crap clothes. Yeah, like I want to look. You know, it just you looks look a little a little a little more professional. I yeah. agree. I think baseball players have to wear suits like when they like when they travel. Yeah, they do. You know, I always thought it was weird that the Yankees didn't allow beards, but hey, still don't. They're, yeah, still they still don't. don't. But you can have a mustache. Okay, but you're still. It's some sort of. It's a it's tradition a, it's you're a, upholding, yeah. and that's I'm okay with that. Well, it's like the mil- the military too. You can't. My, you can't. Yeah, like your mustache can't even be past like a certain like line on your face. Which I thought was weird because when I think of like old army, like the Civil War, they all had yeah. huge. But I, it's also it's a cleanliness yeah. um, for what that? what's that mustache that goes to the sideburns? Like the um, <sighs> do you know what I'm talking about or no? Yeah, the, the mustache that goes to the sideburns. God damn. The uh, I know what it's called. Like the it's not Fu Manchu. It's no, else. no. Um, look it up. But when you get it, it's because it's, it's named after a guy. <sighs> like the. Hold on, now I gotta Google it. Mustache into sideburns is called the. Oh, so actually, sideburns themselves take their name from General Ambrose Burnside, who was a Civil War veteran. I'm thinking mutton chops. Mutton chops, yeah. But so, so this is General Sideburns, or General Burnside. <laughs> Who was not a great general, but general we, we remember his luxuriant facial hair to this day. Yeah, but they all had like crazy, like look at Grant, they all had crazy yeah. beards and whatever. But I feel like, especially when if you're if you're, you know, when you when you're serving, like not when you're on a, on base, yeah. but if you're serving overseas, if you're in Afghanistan or you're somewhere in the field where you're like yeah. you're, you're in a hole for like so, the cleanliness yep. and you can get bacteria and stuff. Did in your there. dad have a beard? My dad has a beard. Oh, uh, you know, he's not new. He had one. He had one like up until he was probably forty-five. And then he shaved it just to the oh, to the Mario stash. My dad had the yeah. My dad had the the porn stash. My dad had like the like the the eighties attorney beard, and you you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like that beard <laughs> that like attorney like a, a big shot attorney. Not, not that he was a big shot, but that beard that yeah. attorneys in the eighties had. <laughs> yeah. Um. But then I remember coming down one morning when I was like six or seven, and he had just a mustache, and I'm like, "This is this is What's weird." Happening? But now, now he's it's 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 barely there anymore. It's barely a mustache anymore. Yeah, my some woman told my dad he looked good with facial hair, and now he has a goatee, and oh, he's like Tony Stark. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pretty much. So, 
Uh, so yeah, we are, we're going to have, a, it, there's going to be a lot of, uh, a lot of good changes coming, not necessarily changes, but just new things. We're going to upgrades. Yeah. Upgrades. We're going to have some new guests, um, both cigar industry people that you will know. And some of our coworkers who also, um, are cigar smokers just to get kind of different perspectives. You know, that we try to keep this show very casual. It's not, you know, some, you know, obviously I love to go into the weeds and really discuss the, the finest points, but not everybody is like that. And honestly, you don't need to understand all of the finest points to be able to enjoy your cigar. Yeah. So just to kind of reiterate as we kind of not relaunch this, but enter a new era, you know, this is not your typical cigar podcast where we're going to sit here and talk about just seed varieties all the time and different wrapper variations. This is the point of this show, at least in my mind, is the purpose of cigars, which is to sit back, enjoy, talk about them a little bit, but just have nice conversation with with good people exactly. while you smoke it. So and that's what it all that's what it's all about. Yeah. I, Listen, I'll, I like listening to a show where it's like, oh, we're just gonna talk about Corojo for the yeah. for an hour. I'm like, okay. But that's also but that's not how I talk when I'm smoking cigars with friends. And it can be every few out of a whole year, it could be a few episodes like that. Oh, absolutely. I don't think people want to hear every episode that is informational, or maybe some people do. And but it would all, honestly, it would never just be me and you. Like, infor- if, if it's if it's informational, I'm having on like Dion, I'm having on Nick Melillo. People who actually work with yeah. tobacco. Yeah, yeah, I'm having on like the experts in the field. And that's that's um, good to do. <laughs> and then I try to translate yep. for the for the everyday everyday onlooker. That's me. Next week will be our uh, new 50th. Yes, yes, yes. A brand new 50th uh, anniversary that we'll smoke yeah, from, next week. From Rocky Patel. From yeah. Rocky Patel. So check that out. And then um, keep your eye out for our Halloween episode this year. It's going to be it's gonna be a lot of fun. It's going to be fun. We're going to have a lot of fun with it. All right? <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you.